Welcome to Biblical Tapestry Podcast Season 2, Episode 20 on the Book of Daniel, The Kingdom of God. Biblical Tapestry is a podcast where we explore how the Bible is its own commentary and how the Gospel is thoroughly woven from Genesis to Revelation. Today in this 20th episode in the Book of Daniel, Chapter 7, we see the climax of the vision given to Daniel and a view of the Kingdom of God and how God's Kingdom is established. Pick up. We will pick up here in Daniel chapter 7, starting in verse 13. I continued watching in the night visions, and suddenly one like a son of man was coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient of days and was escorted before him. He was given dominion and a glory and a kingdom, so that those of every people, nation, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was deeply distressed within me, and the visions in my mind terrified me. I approached one of those who were standing by and asked him to clarify all this, so he let me know the interpretation of these things. These huge beasts, four in number, are four kings who will rise from the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High will receive the kingdom and possess it forever. Yes, forever and ever. All right, that's what we'll tackle today. Back to verse 13. I continued watching in the night visions, and suddenly one like a son of man was coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was escorted before him. Can you imagine? Can you just imagine what he was seeing here? Daniel must have been awestruck by this. And what does he see? He sees one like the Son of Man coming with the clouds of heaven. Son of Man tells us that this person was in a human form, but to be escorted before God, he was more than that. This was the very introduction of Jesus as the Messiah coming before the throne of God. The New English translation notes that this text is probably the main Old Testament background for Jesus' use of the term Son of Man. In both Jewish and Christian circles, the reference in the book of Daniel has traditionally been understood to refer to an individual usually in a messianic sense. Daniel sees Christ Jesus in his role as Messiah perhaps coming and showing the blood that shed on the cross for all mankind. Christ himself alludes to this in the Gospel of Mark. In Mark chapter 14, verse 60, Then the high priest stood up before them all and questioned Jesus. Don't you have an answer to what these men are testifying against you? But he kept silent and did not answer. Again the high priest questioned him, Are you the Messiah? the Son of the Blessed One? Well, that's something Jesus could not possibly keep to himself. Verse 62 in Mark chapter 14. I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. An exact reference to this passage of Scripture in the book of Daniel. And that would not have been misunderstood by the high priest. He was questioning Jesus at his trial and how it all tied back to the book of Daniel. 
verse 14. He was given dominion and glory and a kingdom so that those of every people, nation, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. Now the Son of Man has given the kingdom and the authority to rule over it. This, in effect, was the coronation of the Son of God. This heavenly kingdom, unlike the four beast kingdoms that were before it, will never end. Christ will come with his kingdom permanently established just as he was escorted before God in verse 13 of Daniel. Now care should be taken to understand that God, Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are still all the same, although our simple minds find that hard to comprehend. We see in Matthew 24, starting in verse 29, when Christ comes with his kingdom, Verse 29, immediately after the distress of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send out his angels with a loud trumpet and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the sky to the other. Christ is coming. His kingdom is to be established. And it was seen long before the New Testament was written. Not only in Daniel 7, but in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1. The vision that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be established at the top of the mountains and will be raised above the hills. All nations will stream to it, and many peoples will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us about his ways, so that we may walk in his paths. For instruction will go out of Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. In Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 23, I will establish over them one shepherd, my servant David. He will shepherd them. He will tend them himself. Tend them himself. And he will be their shepherd. I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David will be a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. In the New Testament, Christ has the same glory, power, and authority shown here. In Matthew chapter 28, 16 through 20, the great commission that Christ gives his disciples. The eleven disciples traveled to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but some doubted. Here, here is in verse 18. Jesus came near and said to them, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who, existing in the form of God, did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity, 
And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 4, which we read last week, Then I saw thrones and people seated on them who were given authority to judge. I also saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God who had not worshipped the beast or his image, who had not accepted the mark on their foreheads or on their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were completed. The title Son of Man also sets the humanity of the Lord. Christ is Lord. He would also partake of human nature. We know that Christ already reigns in the hearts of believers in a spiritual sense today, but a physical kingdom is coming. This last final and lasting kingdom of God, this kingdom will be just as real as the old kingdoms, as the beast as they were described. This last kingdom coming before the ruins, or from the ruins of the Roman Empire will come, and that where the Antichrist will come from, but Christ will demolish that. Those will all be destroyed. But the kingdom of God is permanent and universal. Yes, there is the 1,000-year millennial period after his second coming, but Christ's sovereignty will not end and will continue throughout eternity. Verse 15, As for me, Daniel, my spirit was deeply distressed within me, and the vision in my mind terrified me. Daniel doesn't see the full impact of the vision. But he does see the turmoil and the chaos as governments are overthrown. This indeed would have been very distressing. Verse 16. I approached one of those who were standing by and asked him to clarify all these, all this. So he let me know the interpretation of these things. So Daniel approaches one of those standing by. Well, who are they? <laughs> who are those that are just standing by? Well, most likely an angel, as the angels of the Lord are always standing by God, ready to serve him. Angels as messengers often interpret visions. And this was most likely an angel, and possibly Gabriel, as we will see in chapters 8 and 9. Verse 17. These huge beasts, four number, are four kings who will rise from the earth. So the angel recounts the vision with the explanation for Daniel. Four kingdoms and kings will rise from the sea of humanity on earth. Verse 18. But the holy ones of the Most High will receive the kingdom and possess it forever, yes, forever and ever. The kingdom of God, the holy ones of the Most High, will take it over and possess the authority forever and ever. And again, from the New English translation, there are some notes that says here that the, the expression holy ones is either a reference to angels or it's to human beings devoted to God. And then it talks about being there forever and ever. In Aramaic, this expression forever is literally to the forever and to the forever of forevers. So this kingdom will not be confined to the millennial period. R.L. Saucy writes, The messianic kingdom is merged with the final 
eschatological picture of the new heaven and the new earth. Again, I hope you enjoy this season two study in the book of Daniel. In next episode 21 in chapter 7, we will continue to look at the interpretation of the vision from the angel to Daniel. God bless you today, and I encourage you to spend some time in God's Word. Please note, again, that Biblical Tapestry has a Facebook and an Instagram page, and I encourage you to like and share this podcast. Please do that if you feel that this is deserved. God bless, and take care.